Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Endless Honeymoon podcast. We just switched formats, and we are a mixed martial arts podcast now. <laughs> How cool is that, Tosh? Do you think people would... Um, what if we move this to our garage and have musicians come? To our what? Our garage? How do you say it? Garage. What did I say? Garage. I said garage. You sp- said it g- like it was spelled G-R-A-J. Garage. <laughs> Okay, well, what if we did that and then that, then had um, musicians come? What would you like me to say right now? I don't like the idea. But you like a mixed martial arts podcast? That was a joke earlier, and I know you're being serious because you pitched all it to right, me in private. All right, all right, What well, are you going to have? What are you going to have, a folk singer come by? Possibly. And sing a song of Sixpence? <laughs> I mean, I don't get it. What, why, would we have a, why would we have an indie rock artist come by? What's the connection? Between our dating advice and fighting about uh, real relationship issues that are tearing us apart. Oh, wait. That reminds me. Speaking of real relationship issues. I don't think we should get into this right now. You want to? I don't think you have the stamina for this. Okay. You want to? I'm trouncing you. I never have the stamina to argue with you. I'm trouncing you. In what? Were you about to bring up the late thing? Moshe, you're not, you think that more people agree with you? There's a poll. There's a fuck a statistical poll. Do you want to talk about it now or do you want us to wait? We can cut all this up. 52 to 48. I'm winning. Well, okay, I'm not trouncing you, but I'm winning. Wait, 52% thinks that three minutes late is late? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And and somebody asked a great question, that's actually. Sad. Somebody asked a great question, actually, Steve Agee, great comedian. Who should have on the show? Who should have Steve Agee on the show? Why hasn't he been on the show? I don't know. Let's hit him up. But he asked a great question. If three minutes late is on time, is on time early? Yeah, it is. What world do you live in? I live in a world where I'm a cool person. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, listen, a lot of people have uh, written in and we have a lot of questions to get to. I would love to get through some of them. So can I read you a few? Yeah, give me some. Okay, here's a good one. Yeah. People have written in Jim talking about going to the gym if they wear headphones is it an automatic no approach how can you strike up a convo is that a woman or a man this is a woman it's fantastically different depending on the gender oh interesting because i mean i i cannot stand when someone starts talking to me when i have my headphones on like when i'm on a plane it's happened to me a person will keep talking to me and I'll like kind of look slightly confused and take out my headphone and make a big head swipe and be like, yes, uh-huh. kind of talk a little too loud. Right. And then they'll just start talking and talking. And then you just kind of are standing there waiting to put your headphone back in. You I, know what I do on a plane? I take um, a piece of cloth or like a shirt out of my bag and put it over my head. Mm. I literally pull, pull an entire I've T-shirt do this. over my head to discourage Very people. Very elegant. Well, it doesn't, it's not elegant, but would you rather be elegant or talk to a uh, plastic widget salesman from Poughkeepsie for a four-hour flight? I mean, I'm just never trying to have that conversation, ever. Well, but you do it when you're with me. Did I ever tell you one time I flew to New York 
and I sat next to this girl and we started talking and we hit it off so well that we held hands. <laughs> what? We just held hands in the airplane. We never like made out. We didn't hang out in New York. Somehow that was as far as it got. Our chemical connection was just a hand-holding one. That's troubling. Well, you want to hear what's really troubling about it? What? Last week. It was last <laughs> week. Isn't that crazy? You held... Was this when you were a stand-up comedian? I was a comedian, and I was going to New York to go do some comedy shit. I don't know what. And, we, yeah, we held hands. I don't quite know. That's not exactly the mile-high club I want to be a part of. Were you making her laugh or something? I don't know. We were just having chemistry, you know? I mean, I don't know. Okay, so is it ever appropriate to hit up somebody wearing headphones at the gym? If you are a woman, I think it's okay to walk up to a man, get in his field of vision, and go and do the old international symbol for uh, take hey, take those headphones out. You're about to get some pussy. No. Yeah. Are you allowed to say pussy anymore? Or did Trump ruin that? He ruined it, but <sighs> it felt bad coming out. I know. Wait. So you're saying that a woman? All right. So tell me, talk me through what she should do. She should walk okay. in front of him, ask him. To I'm take at the his gym. Okay. I'm I'm squatting. I'm doing lunges. I'm doing a lot of my mixed martial arts training. Right. And the thing about mixed martial arts is you have to train smart. Right. Not hard. No, I don't know. Okay. So I'm training, and there's a woman that sees me and thinks I'm cute. Right. She. If she got in my field of vision, she steps in front of where I'm doing the workout and she just does this, you know, this little, can you take, you got to pretend you're taking a piece of popcorn out of your ear. Okay. okay? But then what uh, does she say? And then I take it out. I go, hello. And then she says, I'm so sorry to bother you. You just, you look, you're cute. What can I say? Would you, could I give you my phone number? I'm going to be like thrilled, like so thrilled. But if it's reversed, if you put that thing down, flip it and reverse it and it's, a woman and the man does that is straight up creepy and unacceptable 100% of the time. Wow. See, I, I, I don't I don't like the idea of coming up to random men because like the chances that want that they're in a relationship seem pretty high. Oh, here, let's do some role and then play. It's like you just feel kind of creepy. Let, His wife could be there. Let's do some role play. OK, I'm going to be I'm going to be I'm working out. I do the headphone thing. Hello. Yeah. Hi, um, hey. I, I think you're really cute, and I was wondering, <sighs> maybe you'd like to hang out sometime? Wow, you're really cute, too. I'm, I'm very flattered, but I am in a relationship. It's this woman that's like thinks that being three minutes late to a thing is actually being on time. I mean, I'm stuck in that prison, and I can't go there with you, but I, that's really sweet of you. Thank you so much. I've never asked a man out. I feel kind of lame for it. Yeah, you should try it. Try it, to, try it today. Get out in the streets. It's not my style. I couldn't no. operate in my power asking you're, a man out. You're li yeah, you're like a powerful queen. You know what you're like? You're like Elizabeth Taylor in her heyday. Right you know? before she died. Like in a White Diamonds commercial. Yeah, you're just like Elizabeth like Taylor in a White Diamonds wobbling commercial. Wobbling over to 60. <laughs> Irrelevant. <laughs> Friends with Michael Jackson. You know what? That's what I think of you as. Um, one time my brother, this is un kind of unrelated, but one time my brother was at a, at a gym and he was uh, on a treadmill next to a woman that was running. And <laughs> God bless you. He was on a treadmill next to a woman that was running. They were both running on treadmills. And he uh, like lost his footing. Um, oh, my footing. God. That's embarrassing. He lost his footing and he kind of collapsed toward her. And, and she's like, will you go out with me? No. And she freaked out. Right. And David or my brother was so 
flabbergasted and embarrassed that he said to her, he goes, he meant he was trying to say, all are you all right? Because he like fell towards her. But what he said was, you're all right. Oh, that's embarrassing. And then he just, what do you do at that point? You just press stop on the treadmill and you immediately leave the gym and gain a 75 pounds. Um, do you have another bit of advice for, yeah, for this? Anything. For this woman, um, is there something that's like not as aggressive as that? Yeah, actually, there is. I would try to like. No, there is. Do you want it? No, no. What, what's your, what were you going to say? You'd try to. I would try to kind of see, time myself with when he gets off and try to smile, try to like walk. You'd wait in the gym till he was done working out? No, I would be working on the treadmill too. What if you're done with your workout and on your way out? I would keep working. I would keep doing it. That's a waste of your time. Here's what you do. I got it. Okay. You walk up. He's got his headphones in. You just hand him a card with your phone number on it. Phone number, your name. That's it. You leave. If he is single and he thinks you're cute, he's calling 100% of the time. Guaranteed. No man thinks that's creepy. Every man is flattered by it. Every woman thinks that's creepy. No woman is flattered by it. Although one time in community college, I did give a girl my phone number on the last day and she called. Check this out. I'm just remembering it right now. She called and you know what she said? What? I have a boyfriend, but you're really cute. Cute. That's saying I want to cheat on my boyfriend, huh? If you push it, you'll win. Well, good luck out there and try to get... No thoughts on that? No. You're going to just go with the good luck out there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, the tone that Natasha makes when I give a, uh, over a story about a woman that I try to date. Okay, well, good luck out there and uh, give us a call. Well, I want to get to some of our secrets. That's a great idea. Let's hear a secret. Hey, you too. Um, okay. Love the podcast. So I just, I have something, I guess I want to get off my chest. And yeah, so I hope that maybe you two can relate a little bit um, because I feel kind of alone in this. I've been married for 10 years um, and my husband's great. He's actually like the best dad. He's supported me forever throughout grad school. He's wonderful um he's away right now on a very very long work trip and even before he left i've always had like these i started to have these like impulsive feelings about exploring um sexually with like another guy so like cheating and i've never cheated on him i've never i think i'm a lot it's all in my head it's like i'm more talks than like i am actually doing like i've had opportunities i'm like eh but, um, yeah, so how do I get rid of those thoughts? How do I get rid of that feeling of, like, wanting to kind of go back in time and, like, explore a lot? Because, like, I've been with him since I was 19, so we've been together for actually 12 years. We've been married for eight years, and we have two little toddlers. And, yeah, I think right now I don't know if I'm going through, like, a pre-midlife crisis or something, like, about, like, oh, I've never had that chance to, like, hoe around or I don't know. Even, not even hoe around, but, you know, just, like, hook up with other guys. So, anyway, am I being, like, a spoiled brat? Am I being, is this normal? Um, yeah. Uh, thank you so much. And, yeah, wish you guys the best. Love the podcast. Bye. I mean. 
I didn't mean to laugh at her. I just was thinking it was funny. She that sounds like she's going to cheat. <laughs> well, that's true. But it was funny to me that she started clinically. She's like, you know, I was thinking about the possibilities of an interlude uh, with a, ma- a male of the same species. Uh, <laughs> uh, so cheating. I just thought her coming to realize that realization in real time was funny. But this isn't funny. This is a real challenge for this person. Well, I think that one thing you have to realize is that, you know, you will have the physical thing of the other person but you could really destroy your marriage and that other person will 100% not be a good father <laughs> what we or watch your children or even be emotional towards you and it's just not quite worth it right mm-hmm. so the other thing I would like to say is that you have to then make a list I know I'm always saying making lists but you have to make a list of all the things you appreciate about your husband and you have to look at it and really feel it and really know that um, maybe one day they will sell their RVs and <laughs> they will decide to not DJ. Oh, and that's me. Um, yeah. No, but I, you, what you're saying is right. I mean, they used to say in AA, they used to say uh, when you were thinking about relapsing, mm. right? Which what is do kind you of do? A, it's kind of a similar thing, right? It's like you have this seductive fantasy in your mind about the exciting times that you could be having when, in fact, what you're having is a stable time, right? It's like that. It's that... Uh, it's that Chris Rock bit, you know, uh, you know, that Chris Rock bit about, see, it has the P word in it, but you know, the Chris Rock bit is like, you know, it's all about like, I don't know, stable relationship versus new pussy. Right. Mm-hmm. It goes, you know, your you, stable relationship, you know, she'll, she'll, she'll make you dinner. New pussy can't cook. <laughs> stable relationship. Well, you know, read your kids bedtime stories. New pussy can't read whatever. Right. <laughs> so it's this, uh, it's what you're saying. Play the tape out. That's what they say. Play the tape out. The, imagine what's going to happen. What what truly is going to happen? You're going to find a person. It's going to be incredibly exciting. You're going to hook up with that person. The sex will be good. The minute that it's done, you'll be filled with an impending sense of dread and a permanent thing that you need to keep dishonest. Or So you'll have a perpetual lie. Or you either have a perpetual lie coupled with lots of guilty feelings, or you implode your life. That's the end of the tape, right? Or his maybe he's got a wife, and then his wife poisons your children. Well, okay, that's a possible end of the tape. But right, play the tape out. But also, I, do you think, you said it sounded like she's going to cheat on her wife, do you think that a person that, that is having a fantasy about infidelity it cannot not cheat? Can't you get over stuff like that? I think so, but I also think that there's probably going to be a lot of divorces coming up because mm. of the pandemic. And I think that that was kind of people are trying to play out these fantasies and maybe there's a world where you can open the relationship, but doesn't that don't, don't we know people like every time that doesn't work? Well, that is definitely your position that you've made clear here on the podcast many times. Mm, well, it keeps getting reinforced. But um, what I would say is play the tape. I like that, that idea. Also, another possibility is to make yourself, even if your husband doesn't know why you're, if you don't want to cheat. Now, if you want to cheat, then you should just go cheat and deal with the ramifications. You can do anything you want. You just got to be ready to deal with the consequences of it. And the consequences are great sex, terrible feeling. You'll feel like a piece of shit. You'll feel bad. You'll be living in a perpetual lie. Every time your husband tells you he loves you, you'll be thinking about that dick being rammed into you and you'll just feel really guilty. Uh, Or... So that's one choice. The other choice is, okay, you, you want to commit to not doing it. So then you say, 
you um you make yourself I this is my what I'm thinking you make yourself more um accountable to your husband while he's away even though he doesn't know why you're doing it you don't need to tell him I'm making myself accountable to you or I'm afraid I'm going to cheat you just start setting a day every day call I'm going to call him every day or I'm going to text him throughout the day why just because if you're in communication with your husband the chances are that you're going to then entertain the the fantasy of going and fucking somebody else while he's texting you and you have a FaceTime scheduled in two hours, it just seems less likely. Other bit of inf- my thought, you should tell somebody. I mean, the problem, a big part of this is that it's a secret and so it's getting hotter and hotter. And, you know, maybe talk to a therapist about it. You know, find somebody out there and say, I'm worried about cheating and I don't want to. And then worst case, worst, worst, worst case, if it's really getting to the point where you can't help it and you're going to do it, got to tell your husband. See what happens. Hey, I've been having these thoughts about being, uh, you know, about hooking up with people when you go out of town for so long. I don't want to do it. What do we do? Is there That's a world, the last resort. Is there a world where that can happen, where everything's just very fluid? Where she can hook up with someone while he's on the road? Mm-hmm. You know, Dan Savage talks about... Um, that they're monogamous um, when they're in the same state. He and his husband are monogamous when they're together in the same state. So the only time anyone can hook up with anybody else is when they're, they cross state lines. Okay, but I would like to add that my, um, my opening the relationship up mm-hmm. doesn't work applies to heterosexual relationships. Why do you think it doesn't apply? It, it because does- usually with gay men... They're more, I think the chances of them both being game for it are higher. Because they're both men. Yes. Yeah, so you mean gay men. Yeah. Right, not gay women. No, I think I think there'd be way less. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that the, there'd be way less gay women trying to open up the relationship than heteros, cis, cishets like me and you. What do you think about that idea, though? Crossing state lines, you can hook up with other people. So you never bring uh, it home. I don't know. I mean, I, that wouldn't work for me. Mm, yeah, no, me neither. <laughs> All right, let's hear another secret. Oh, wait, before we do, if our listeners out there have ever struggled with this, you know, I've obviously never struggled with this because my wife is perfect and I, I've never had a, a sexual fantasy or entertained a sexual thought about another person since I've been with you, Natasha. But if you're out there and you've struggled with cheating uh, fantasies but then found a way through it, or, or found a way around it without actually being unfaithful, uh, give us a call. Tell us on our hotline how it was. And also, if you did cheat, tell us how that was. If you cheated, if you're in a cheating relationship, keeping the secret, call our hotline. Tell us how it is. How, how are your day-to-days? One thing, one guy I knew who cheated on his wife once told me, he, and I was asking him about it. He goes, well, you know the thing about guilt, right? It goes away. Does it? I don't know. That's what he he said. Sounds like a a psychopath. Well, I do think if you're unfaithful, you find a way through it. I mean, what are you going to do? Just feel, just like whip yourself for the rest of your relationship? I mean, maybe Mm -hmm. you will. I don't know. I never cheated on you. I'll work on it. All right, let's hear another. Hi, Natasha and Rosha. Um, I've been wanting to call in and tell this secret for a little while now. Um, So I am a frontline worker at a grocery store. So throughout this whole pandemic, I've seen it all. And we get some pretty rude customers that will come through. Um, and 
there are some anti-maskers that come in, and I dig my fingernail in their avocados. <laughs> um, in the summer, I did it to the peaches. Um, yeah, it's just, um, it feels really good, and it's like a little release. Um, and then they won't find out until they get home, and they can have that disgusting piece of fruit. So, um, okay, thanks. Love you guys. I have to say, from my old stand-up days, I used to get so much material just from, like, going out. And, like, I can only imagine being a frontline worker during this whole time. Yeah, this is my kind of I revenge. I mean, obviously, this is an amazing thing that she was able to do and have to keep working. Well, it's just and so, it's so tiny and so petty and yet so satisfying that um, I, I got to say, like, you know, I commend you. I like it, and I like that there's just, like, that's what you do. That's it. That's what that person does. <laughs> that's her t- small, little, tiny, meaningless war where she has just a little psychological victory every time she plunges into a peach. Why did she move from peaches to avocados? Oh, it just depends on what they it's have. It's a season. It's produce <laughs> season. Yeah, avocado <laughs> season is upon us. Thank you so much for your secret. Why don't we hear another? Hi, Natasha. Hi, Moshe. So I have a secret for you. Um... So I was going on this date with this guy that I had met from a dating app. Um, So I only knew him from his pictures. And so we were meeting at a bar just around the corner. And so I'm waiting there, and I knew that he didn't really know where to park. So um, I see this truck driving up and the person waving at me. And the person in the car had facial hair like the guy that I was meeting um, from the pictures on the dating app. And so I just jump in his car <laughs> and, um, I jump in the car and I pretty much say, Oh, the parking is just around here. You can, oh you can just park right around here. And he seems a little confused. And then he starts asking me, do you work? Are you working? And I'm, I'm confused as well. And I'm like, yeah, I work. And then he asks me if I'm clean, and I'm, I'm really confused, and I, I'm not exactly sure what to say. And then finally it clicks in my head that he's asking me if I'm a sex worker. And so I start freaking out, and I say, let me out of the car right here. Let me out. Let me out. And I jump out of the car, and we had potentially only made it a block away um, because traffic was really bad. So I start walking back to the bar, and I see that the guy that I'm actually going on a date with is at the bar, and I try to not be embarrassed, and I say, hey, how's it going? And he's like, oh, hey, I thought I saw you get into a taxi or a car, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot something at my house, uh, but I don't want to talk about it. It's embarrassing, and we kind of just ended that there, and we went on the date, and it was fine, but uh, yeah, so that's my secret. I've only ever told my sister. Uh, Love the pod. Love you guys. Thanks. Bye. See, I would have totally led with that on the date. Oh, yeah. That's why you're a comedian, honey. Right. You're a comedian. That's funny. Because you tell that story. Now, you immediately be like, oh, my God, I just got propositioned by a guy I thought was you. So maybe this portends good things for our future tonight. By the way, props to that guy. How cool 
What a fucking example. Yeah, how cool that he's so used to picking up What an example of yes anding the universe. (laughs) That guy's just driving along. A woman jumps in his car and he just goes, you know what? All right. Are you working? And she says, yes. He goes, great. I guess I'm having sex with a prostitute tonight. To me, that guy's no, got... No, he said, se- are you clean? Yeah, well, he... What does that g- mean exactly? Do you have Who STDs? would say no? I mean, you know. She's like, yeah, except for herpes. Well, I'm just saying, that guy, what an awesome roll with the punches guy. He's like, I wasn't even horny, but I am now. This is awesome. This is what the universe gave to me. I think, what a hero that guy is. Imagine a woman driving and a man getting in her car, and she's like... Are you working? Yeah, it wouldn't happen, honey. In the same way that it would be creepy for a guy to tell a woman to take her headphones off at the gym, things are different. Things are different. But you know what is never different and is always the same? What? My love for you. My love for you, too. My love for you, listeners. If you'd like to call and leave a secret, give us a call. 213-222-8608. Or the other things we asked today about cheating, about keeping a secret from your partner, about cheating, all that. You can send us an email. If you'd like to be on our podcast, tell us what's up. EndlessHoneymoonPod at Gmail. By the way, I'm coming to the Philadelphia Helium, uh, and I will be at Helium on April the 21st through the 24th. And you should come Ooh, through. Oh, you're leaving town? I'm leaving town with you, honey, because the oh, wait, weekend before that, we are also going to be in Austin, Texas at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival on the 14th, 15th, and 16th of April. 13, 14, uh, 14th and 15th are stand-up shows, and the 16th are uh, is our live Endless Honeymoon podcast. Guests to be announced. Wait, so, do I have to come to that? Yeah, honey. That one involves you. Get okay. your tickets now if you're out there listening. Get your tickets now. 